Ooh, that's a big old smiley face on the board. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it's you because he said he wrote it and said it to you. Where's my things gone? Oh, I took your razor too. Well, I'm my, sure he did. He doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> my thing's gone. Yeah, that's on purpose. That's definitely on purpose. Oh, now I'm going to leave blue stuff all over the place. <laughs> all righty. Andy took my spray. Wait, oh, well, there it is. <laughs> nice picture. You like it? Yeah, it's good likeness. That's what I'm going for these days. Looks like a shark commercial. All right. So um, I think the last thing we spoke about last time was the, uh, talked a little bit about the covenants. All right. Um, we remembered talking about the three different covenants. The reminders of those was death, the curse, and then the rainbow was the uh, Noetic covenant promise. Not LGBTQYZ. Was not all of the. Uh, yeah. I cannot hold on to my today. So um, there's two words that I want you to know you will hear. If I spell them right. All right, you have anti-diluvian and you have post-dilute, that's a U, okay? All right, diluvian is the word, Latin word, talks about the flood to be washed away, whatnot, all right? So anti would be before, and post would be after. All right? It's not really all that difficult. It's just one of those words. Uh, basically, this one would be roughly from the fall to the flood. And then obviously, this would be from the flood. To the end, probably. Okay, that's really pretty simple. So when you hear that word, either one of those words, that's what they're talking about. Okay. So now what we're going to do is we're going to get into uh, after the flood life. I think we mentioned this a little bit, but I wanted to kind of go back. Uh, Genesis chapter nine. We have a couple things here that have changed. All right. Will someone read um, verse 2 for me? And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. So what does that verse tell us about the animals? Man has dominion. But they now do what? They now fear us. All right. This is kind of an allusion to prior to the flood and how there was more of a, I don't know what you want to call it. It was more of a symbiotic relationship, for lack of better terms. All right. So now you have a situation that God changes the relationship between man and animal. 
I'd imagine part of that is because of these next two verses. Someone read for me three and four. Every living thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things, but flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, or thereof shall you not eat. Yep. So what are we now? What are they now allowed to do? Eat meat. Eat meat. <coughs> now, what's that? Cook meat, yes. That's the age of the of grilling, people. Right? That's where grilling kicked in. Man meat fire. That's it, right there. Alright. Um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 29 talked about eat of every what? Right? So we had, from what it, we can see, that it was more of a vegetarian state pre-flood. Okay? Anti-diluvial. Now, post-flood, we have a carnivorous. We are more of, you know, we're now allowed with certain restrictions. We also know that once Leviticus rolls around, there's a long list of restrictions for the Jewish people. <coughs> um, but the only restriction now is what? The blood. Yeah. All right? Which, to me, you know, from what I understand, just means they need to be dead. You know, no drinking of the blood or any of that kind of stuff. Um, so rare is wrong. If you're eating your meat rare, you're anti-biblical. All right? It's still bloody, though. People say, I want them bloody, all right? Just bruise them up a little bit and slap them on my plate. Um, so then verses 5 and 6. Someone read those for me. And surely your blood of your lives will I require at the hand of every beast will I require of it. And at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso shed man's blood by man shall his blood be shed for the image of God made he man. So what we have here, of course, is a capital punishment type situation, which is a form of early government, right? There are now... Laws there are now things that are going to be required. There are actions to be taken, rules to live by. Um, of course, we know as, as we progress, uh, the, the laws are added to and God adds more to that and whatnot. So now, pre-flood, we have a whole new style of living. Now, God already cursed the earth with Adam and Eve. So, you know, we have the original curse. But now how man interacts with animals and with each other is completely different now. He's changed a lot of that, okay? Couldn't uh, war be a number three, too? What's that? Couldn't that be, mean war, too? Yeah, I mean, it would be a result of, you know, if you're going to require the blood of one or the other, then that's where the feuding and the fighting starts coming out. And if you kill me... and now my clan has to go over you. I really like what happened to my racer. All right. Does anybody know what? Oh, this is getting big time. All right. This is. I'm really going to lay some big stuff on you here. All right. I had to study all this to give it to you. All right. Does anybody know what a dispensation is? 
it's a time frame. There are seven districts. Listen to Where look at that. <laughs> Brooke, Brooke is on it, okay? Well, I may not have spelled it right. Uh, dispensations or ages. All right, you will hear those different terms. All right, the terms aren't necessarily biblical. All right, these are what that we the names we have added to them. Basically, it is what's called an administration or stewardship. It's God moving mankind through time in different stages, like his, the timetable we have back there in the back, okay? By understanding these dispensations, then we can look at different parts of the Bible and see how God reacted. Now, God is God. Do not allow... Because man has said, hey, he worked a particular way in this dispensation. God's not cornholed to that. There will be exceptions within those ages. Okay. Because God's God and he's outside of time. He can do whatever he wants. For us, it's simpler to see them this way to just kind of see how God works. So if you're looking for something in the word of God or trying to find something out, you know, you have the different areas that you can look and, and it's it's beautiful because you see, we're you know we're already starting to see how God was willing to give us everything, and man kind of messed up, and God makes a way and kind of helps us out, and we're still kind of messing up and whatnot. So the first one is called is innocence. I'll never spell that right. Okay. Age of innocence. This is Adam to the fall. All right, that's your time period. Um, Genesis one to basically three twenty-four. Um, this is um, I, I'm getting. I found a really nice layout in uh, Tim LaHaye's Prophecy Bible. All right, so that's the layout that I'm going with. Um, so that's the age of innocence. Adam to the fall. That's the period of time that man was innocent. You know, God gave man everything, and God worked through in that one. The next one is called conscience. That's science. Science. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is the fall to the flood. All right. Basically, Genesis 4 through, he said, 7, 10. All right. Fall to flood. This is basically where um, man was just kind of coming into what's happening. He's now aware of his sin. Um, and then he goes absolutely haywire to where God's got to wipe everything out. All right. The third one he's got labeled human government. All right. <clears throat> this is the flood to Abraham. Hello. Are you now? Basically, Genesis 8:20 through 11:4. All right. That's human government. That's kind of where this is where the Tower of Babel's at. This is where man starts forming nations and cities. 
places the government. Remember we talked about here, the capital punishment kind of rolled around, mm -hmm. right? The next one's easier, promise. All right, this is uh, the age of promise. This is uh, Abraham to Moses. Uh, basically, Genesis 12 through roughly Exodus 2. All right. This is where God makes his promise to Abraham. Talking about the stars. All the way to the Exodus where God pulls them out of where? Egypt. Egypt. All right. It's just, this is kind of how what God was doing in this period of time. All right. The next one is the law. I am the law. Alright? This one is Moses all the way to the cross. Alright? Basically Exodus through, they say, John 19.30. Alright? This is the law. God gave Moses the what? Ten commandments. Gave him the Ten Commandments. Then we have on how we live. We're talking about Leviticus. And we have all that kind of stuff. We have the tabernacle. We have, that's where all of that man lives by this law that God lays out to Moses, right? All the way through the famil familiar, fulfillment of the law, which is who? Christ. Jesus Christ. All right? So, we go all the way to the cross with the law. We have the next one, which is called the church age. Alright, this one is Pentecost to Rapture. And this is going to be Acts, what do they got here? 2, he says, all the way through 1 Thessalonians. Alright, 4.15 actually. This is how God, this is where we're at now. Church age. Alright, we're no longer under the law. God's moved from the law. Christ fulfilled that. And at Pentecost, we went through Acts. What did Pentecost start? Or what did not start, but what happened at Pentecost? The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit come, right? Mm -hmm. Peter preached, right? Jesus had through those, you know, up in his time on earth, was building the first church. God empowered it with his Holy Spirit. And everything Acts on is what? What are they doing? What are all the disciples church doing? Age. It's yeah. a church age. They're building churches. Yeah, and here's the thing about them. When you study that, they go into cities, they start churches, and put pastors, Timothy, <laughs> Titus, all those individuals, you know. You know, we talk about the books of the Bible, Hebrews and uh, Thessalonians, Thessalonica and, and Colossians, uh, or Colossians, I mean, all those Romans, those are all to churches or to people in churches or to pastors. Um, James, you know, you have the entire New Testament is based upon the church. You want to know about the church, you start in Acts and you read, you know, all the way basically to Revelation, right? Which Revelation is to, I mean, it even talks about uh, the six or seven of the churches. You know, and, and kind of how they are and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there's just all of that that goes on. So 
This is God works through the church in the New Testament. Why do you think the devil works so hard to make people think church isn't important? What age are we in? Right? Because what did the devil attack from the Exodus through Jesus Christ? The law. Why do you think the devil attacked the innocence of man? Because that's how God was. You know, when you walk down through these, you see why did human government get corrupted, right? Now, it still corrupts human government. We still have human government today. But, so when you look down through these, well, it makes a little bit more sense. You see where God's working and you see where the devil's trying to find him at. All right, the last one, number seven, we're not two yet. If we were, we're all in serious trouble. I'll never spell it right, millennial. All right. But all these kids are. Millennial, yeah. This is the hundred year, or hundred year, the thousand year reign of Jesus Christ. That's what Adolf Hitler were trying to bring in. All right, this is, uh, basically, this is Revelation chapter 20, all right? We're not to that point yet. I really think the thousand year reign of Christ will be a little bit better than what we have going on right now. Come on. <laughs> <Why are you? laughs> better behave. All right. So this just kind of gives you how God worked during those period of, that period of time. Okay? Like I said, nothing don't lock God into a certain area. All right. This is just kind of a generalization of what went on. Okay? It's really interesting stuff. The Old Testament is just really driving me nuts because, I, you know, it's hard. There's so much into it. And there are so many different varying degrees of what people believe about all that kind of stuff. That, I mean, it's, I've been burning Dad and Barry's phones up, you know. But it's super exciting to see because the world tells us God is not with us. He doesn't care. He's not around or he's not a personal God. Tell me that's not a personal God. And, and, and all of these, this is God dealing with man because man messed this one up. He dealt with him this way. When man messed this one up, he dealt with him this way. Right? We have a forgiving God. I don't care what lifestyle you used to live. God can forgive you of it. And, you know, I was at a preacher's conference and, and they were talking. And one of the biggest problems in churches is we forget that we are vile sinners needed, needing the grace of God. We get into church and we're in church and we're in Sunday school and we're serving. And we forget that we needed the blood of Christ just as bad as this evil, wicked world we look out into. And that's, I mean, that's what happened to Israel. I mean, they constantly believed they were above the law and could do whatever they want, however they wanted to do it. Um, so anyway, there's your seven dispensations. I know that's a lot of stuff, but... All right? So you have all that wrote down. We'll, take and, we'll have a quiz on it tomorrow. All right. <laughs> I want to see if anybody caught that. What time will it be? Okay.
just Depends. Are you going to bring breakfast? Someone took my eraser. All right. Someone read for me um, chapter nine. Verses 18 and 19. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. All right, nations from the sons. So everything from everything that we have now came from who? Noah. Noah. But his three kids, right? Yeah. Who are they? What God works in Jacob. Poor Ham. He's like we named Ham. See, that's, you know, God says, hey, you can now grill, poof. Now man starts thinking, hey, you know, ham's not bad, man. I can be a friend of life. That's right. I'd rather be ham than Jacob. <laughs> well, at least you can shorten that to J or something, you know? I'd rather be ham than Shem. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Shem Robin describes as a she-ham. <laughs> she-ham. All right, so. From Japheth, all right, you have your Greeks. You have, this will be a little bit easier, let's do it this way. So I know who the Greeks are. I don't know who these guys are. All right, those are your three big nations. The Greeks, the Thracians, and the know, Scythian. All right, I don't know who they are. I didn't, I didn't dig into all of those, I just... It's going to be basically your European area. Yeah, if I remember, I didn't write that down, did I? Yeah, you have your European area, you have your Middle East area, and then you'll have more of like your African continent area, all right? <laughs> Shem is going to be your Hebrews. That's right. Your Chaldeans, you hear those names. Your Assyrians. This is your Persians, and then your Syrians. All right? <coughs> so that's who comes from Shem. Now, we'll get into the story in a minute, but Ham was cursed. Well, his son was cursed, all right? But from him comes all the bad boys, Canaanites. <clears throat> this is your Egyptians, your Philistines, your Hittites. They were the baseball players. And your Armorites. Arm, yeah, Armorites. 
All right. They still backwards? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, definitely, the. of course, we know what the, you know, Canaanites and the Egyptians, Philistines, they fought, you know, they're always fighting mm -hmm. Philistines. Yeah. All right. So there is, that's your, your big nations um, from who they came from. Of course, out of Shem, get, you got your Abraham, right? You got your David. And who else you got? Jacob. Who's the big one? Jesus. There you go. All right. So there's your there, there's your what came of your nations from Noah's sons. All right. I don't think I want to get into this one yet. I think we'll do that one next week. So if you want to read. Starting in verse 20, it begins the curse of, well, Noah's, Noah curses Ham. All right, and what we see here is one of the, you know, part of the curse is that um, they, Ham will, well, the Canaanites will constantly be, where was it? Um, he said that in verse 25, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, shall he be unto his brethren. Right? So these guys will always be a servant to Japheth and Shem. But who typically tried to enslave the Israelites? Over and over, right? They were constantly fighting with the Canaanites. Right? In fact, when Israel messed up, when there are a couple of times that God let them be enslaved, right? The Egyptians, who who do you have to deliver him from, right? Out of the promise, what's that? I said they sold themselves to the Egyptians. Correct. And then they, when yeah. the Egyptians realized how big they were getting, then they started enslaving them, right? And they had to pull them out, right? The Philistines were constantly trying to take them out and wipe. So it's interesting how. They placed this curse on Ham, and yet all through eternity, you now have Ham's family trying to change what God had, Noah, had done, that curse. And they kept trying to subdue or to turn the Israelites, Shem's family, into the slaves. Go ahead. I say one of the things is, too, this is one of the verses you can go to where this whole problem started because of alcohol. Yeah. It depends on how you look at that. Well, we'll get to that next week. But, um, so anyway, it just was interesting to me how you know Noah curses Ham, and we'll talk about that next week. And the whole now from history on out, Ham, Ham's family is trying to um, take over. So, yeah, I'll wait. We'll do that next week.
All right, questions, comments?